Thank you for joining the podcast. I do realize there are so many options available and the fact that you chose to listen to this podcast means a lot to me. My name is Sharon Feckety. I am the host of the Dr. Whisperer Show. I am also the founder of the Dr. Whisperer. So basically, I am the Dr. Whisperer. We are going to navigate through the business of medicine together. We're going to feature some doctors, some healthcare attorneys, some patients, some practice managers, people that will help you navigate through this industry. So thanks for joining us. If you are enjoying the podcast and you think somebody else could benefit from it, share it with them or write a review or both. Thanks again. 2021, we're coming for you and we're going to get through this together. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I am really happy, as I always am, because I always have a lot of amazing doctors, healers, people that serve our community, and today is no different. I'm very happy to introduce today Dr. Holly Derning, who is a doctor of oriental medicine and an acupuncture physician who um, has a story about New York and Pennsylvania and went and came back and had a private practice in the Hamptons, of course, very familiar with all of that area because that is where I'm from, Long Island, New York. So everybody in New York City went to the Hamptons on the weekends, right, Doc? That's true, yeah. (laughs) Not today, though, not with the snowstorm. (laughs) That's true, too. (laughs) So welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Um, I want to give everybody just a little uh, background before you start sharing with us all of it is that you do um, to help people navigate through their health. Um, Pain management is a a specialty of yours, integrative oncology, which I can't wait to hear more about, women's health, trauma, PTSD, autoimmune, and one of my favorites that I can't wait to hear about, cosmetic acupuncture. That's right. Yeah, very popular. Awesome. So why don't you just give um, the audience a little bit of, of who Dr. Derning is and how you ended up back in St. Pete, Florida. Well, um, I've always loved holistic medicine. Uh, my undergraduate was right here at USF for, with anthropology, more medical anthropology. So I was, always loved other cultures, how they viewed health and illness, um, different ways to, to treat the body. And when I was up in New York City, there was a, a great Chinese medical school called Pacific College of Oriental Medicine. So I started there, was able to intern at some really great places, NYU Hospital, uh, the VA Center, a clinic in Chinatown. So I really saw firsthand how this medicine really helped people, you know, post-stroke, just really sick. And Chinese medicine saved their life. Yeah. I mean, you um, froze a little, so I'm going to just continue on. You got new Wi-Fi, but we know how that goes. And we're living a life of Zoom today, so we don't even let any of these things affect us. Um, I was raised in Long Island, and for um, a few years, I was a director of operations for New York Medical, and we had Eastern and Western medicine. So my first experience was um, with Dr. Kui, who would put, he would see how stressed I was from the MDs yelling at me. That's don't worry, guys. I'm I'm not picking on you, but <laughs> Dr. Kui would put these wonderful little um what were, what are they called? What's the official term? Beads. The ear seeds. The ear seeds. Uh-huh. And would just talk to me. And before you know it, I was floating out of his office and could handle everybody that was uh, awesome. gnawing at me to help them. So Eastern Western medicine 
um, has always been such a passion. I'm so glad that you've uh, brought that experience now to St. Pete. So um, you were in New York for a while, and but you grew up here. I grew and up. Did you, yeah. you grew up in St. Pete? I did, yeah. Went to school, Northeast High School and uh, USF, and then wanted to spread my wings. And now I'm back to my hometown to treat the community that I love and open up my practice right here in St. Pete. And what is the name of your practice? Dr. Holly Durning, Holistic Medicine. Oh, I love that. So um, St. Pete is not the same as it once was. It is not, no. <laughs> Which is a, it's a good thing, you know? We've definitely grown here in St. Pete. It's wonderful. Um, so tell us a little bit about your uh, practice in terms of treating people with pain management and how you integrate all those methods together to, to help people. I would assume there's some people coming to see you that might be addicted, struggling with addiction. That's true too. Um, certainly I, I treat a lot of pain patients and that's mm-hmm. what most of the time people think of acupuncture for pain, but it treats the whole body. Um, and I have seen too with addictions and I actually, when I was in Boca Raton, I worked with a uh, Chinese medical office that worked with an exclusive rehab center. So it was a very high end um, and we, deal, we dealt with a lot of addiction, um, kind of curbing that, that addictive um, kind of mind, quieting the mind, helping to deal with stress, helping to deal with withdrawal symptoms and pain, insomnia, anxiety, and everything that comes up with that too. So I remember one of the most difficult things to get across to the market, to the patients, to the clients, when they heard acupuncture, of course, you've heard this before, everybody's scared to death of a needle, dare I say more men than women, but it truly is like a a hair-like follicle coming at you. Most of the time, people who are super scared, I have them come in, I say, okay, let's try one needle, see how you feel. And most, all the time, really, they're like, that was it. I I can't believe I've been putting this off. I should have tried it years ago. And it's really quite relaxing. I've had patients say it's even more relaxing than massage. They can just lay there, you know, all the natural endorphins kind of kick in and the body just, it's calm and it heals and, and you're in a relaxed state, really. Yeah. And I think, well, I know because I've been such a fan of acupuncture for so long, always wanting to integrate with a lot of the the MDs and the DOs. And I think it's such a, a great way to have a real collaborative medicine, a real collaborative community is to understand the benefits um, that you provide. So can you tell me a little bit about, because I'm very interested in the integrative oncology. Yes, certainly. So Um, A lot of the time when I work with patients going through cancer treatments, we're working to manage the symptoms. So a lot of nausea um, with the chemo based drugs, but also just boosting the immune function, helping the body be strong enough to support those, those harsh treatments. And, uh, you know, sleep is certainly a thing, stress, that can all be part of it. And a lot of the time, where it used to take them days to get over that dose of chemo, they can get going and get back to life a lot quicker with acupuncture. Mm. And I've even had patients who, you know, don't even, they had gone through the chemo radiation. They don't want to do that. They just want to do natural and just support the body in that process too. So that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you have some experience with Sloan Kettering as well, right? That's true. Yeah. I, I had an advanced certification through Sloan Kettering for treating Uh, cancer patients. Where I actually have an uncle in New York there right now. Um, I know that when we were first, uh, you know, uh, supposed to do our interview, uh, my uncle had passed away and I just heard about it and I was in no frame of mind to have a conversation. 
But, um, you know, cancer runs rampant through so many families, certainly mine. And, um, I, you know, I feel silly, foolish, actually, to have such a, a love and a passion for acupuncture and never think that this could be a, a treatment that could could help somebody through whatever, you know, their, their chemo and their pain, their nausea. It's such a wonderful um, value add for them. Even neuropathy, that's a big thing too. Mm. A lot of patients recovering have residual side effects of neuropathy, hot flashes, and acupuncture is very helpful. All right. So let's move on to a little uh, trauma and PTSD. Um, I have uh, a lot of police officer friends in my life that I refer out a lot to, um, whether that be a psychiatrist or TMS, uh, lots of PTSD, a large veteran community here um, in the state of Florida, of course, all over the place, but we, we really do have a huge population here. We love our veterans. Um, can you talk us talk to us about some of the, the patients that have come in to see you um, that suffer from trauma and how does oriental medicine and, and acupuncture help these patients? Oh, for sure. Well, I interned at the VA hospital in New York and uh, I would have vets come in, you know, for pain, but then we were treating other things. And I had a, a vet, you know, actually cry to me and say, I didn't know I could feel this way again. Thank you so much. I'm going to tell all the other guys, but you know, it's dealing with, he was disabled. He had a young child at home and, and, you know, the stress and PTSD around that and just the anxiety and the insomnia, it really helped to balance the body. Um, with Asian medicine, um, a lot of the time we treat emotions through the organ systems. Mm. So it's not a separate mind body. It's all interrelated and we can help balance some of those emotions that come up through treating organ systems. Yeah, you made me think of, I have um, a psychiatrist client. Hey, quick interruption on this amazing podcast, but we have to tell you about our awesome sponsor, Thai Technology. They are so cool, and they're here in Tampa Bay, if you're a Tampa Bay listener. Thai Technology is the best voice over IP business phone service company out there. How do I know this? I used to work in telecom before I work with doctors. That's right. So I know me a good phone system when I see it. Plus, they are integrated with Zoom. They are the only ones that are integrated with Zoom. And if you mention this podcast or you mention the Facebook show, they're going to hook you up with three months for free. Follow them on Facebook and on Instagram. Thai Technology Rocks. A friend in Sarasota that does alternative psychiatry, and he has a psychologist and a, a massage therapist that help patients through trauma. So there's, you know, sometimes when people have experienced trauma, they just, they just think psych or, you know, therapy, they don't necessarily go right to acupuncture. So, and the um, body holds on to that. And yes. sometimes you don't even know how to release it. And, and I've had patients cry on the table just to kind of release that trap trapped trauma that was there. You are so right about that. Um, I want to share a personal uh, little story about that just to bring some light to it. Um, I, when I wrote a book about mental health and when I released it, I was really experiencing it because I had to reflect back on a lot of the trauma I had once experienced. And I went to get a massage mm-hmm. <laughs> right after I wrote the book and I cried on that table the entire hour. And she, you know, she had no, I told her, I said, listen, you know, this is what's happening. It's not you. This feels fantastic. But I had, 
I really didn't understand it until I experienced that myself. Yeah. You know, um, I really, it was so helpful to me. I've since done that a few times just to, to work it out because you're right. Um, to have it trapped in the body is, it has to, it has to leave. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. I had a patient recently that had digestive issues and for years, digestive issues, we started working on that and it brought up some of this repressed trauma that she had in childhood. And then she was able to kind of deal with that and it helped her move through her digestive issues. Mm, Uh, I love this. All right. I have to, I have to help our audience right now with some cosmetic acupuncture. This has (laughs) really floored me a little bit. I don't know why I'm not familiar with cosmetic acupuncture, but this must be a thing. I've obviously put the cosmetics to the side while we all, I think all of us have lived in our sweatpants for a little too long through this pandemic. It might be time to start, you know, uh, getting back in there and fixing, what are these, the 11s? Is that what it's called, right? The frown lines in between. Yeah. Let's Um, hear about that. So with the facial acupuncture, cosmetic acupuncture, you're treating the body, which also can help treat the face. So you're treating the organ systems involved, um, helping lymphatic fluid move, but also bringing blood flow and energy to the face. So you're not only diminishing fine lines and wrinkles, but also evening skin tone, uh, helping to tighten and lift the muscles too. So I do a lot with that. Um, lifting the jowls, uh, you know, even uh, eyelids too. So I've had some women that, you know, just kind of droop a little, bugs them. We can lift with the acupuncture needles. And uh, Okay, fascinating. So how many treatments does one need? Let's just use me for an example, right? So I'm going to show the audience this. Okay. Now I don't walk around all the time going like this. And for anybody who's listening and not watching, I am making a frown face and you can very obviously see these lines. It's the only place that I've ever gotten Botox, but, um, you know, I am a a, a firm believer in integration and I, I love to hear about new things. So how many sessions would it take for somebody like me? You might see some changes pretty quickly, but typically uh, a protocol for the face is mm-hmm. five weeks because okay. that's the, the time it takes for the skin to reset the matrix of the skin to reset and change. So you're building up collagen and elastin, but in order for it to kind of take effect, you need that five weeks. And then I have some patients who really like the, the changes and want to keep working at it. So they might go a little longer or then we just do boosters, you know, once a year or something like that. But especially that area between the eyebrows that correlates to more liver imbalance in the body too. So the mm-hmm. liver not only processes all of the toxins in the body, but also all of our emotions get processed through the liver. So mm-hmm. stress, you might tend to frown a lot, you know, when you're stressed or irritated. And so kind of working on that to help balance the body. So that doesn't happen as much too. So and is what what about the time frame of how long it lasts? It you know everyone is different. So right. um, you know if you're you know younger in good shape, heal quickly. You might it might hold longer, but you know if you're a little on the older side, not so healthy with your eating or uh, on a lot of medications, it could take a little bit longer. I love it. I can't wait to have some some acupuncture um, cosmetic because of cosmetic acupuncture. So um, I've been asking everybody because, you know, this, I spent all of 2020 uh, doing three shows a week and talking to all of the healers that I could get my hands on to help our community. Um, We've all gone through this uh, really difficult time together. I'm almost tired of saying that, almost, but it's true. We're still in it. 
Um, my parents just had their second um, vaccine yesterday. So it's a huge celebration in our family um, for what's to come in the future. We're starting to go on the upswing a little bit. Um, but I, I'm very curious to know with everybody that I talked to today, what has 2020 taught you? Uh, resilience and uh, being open-minded. You never know what's around the corner. Um, I, you know, I had no idea. Actually, 2020, I was up in Pennsylvania still, and I had talked about moving back to St. Pete, my hometown. This is where I really want to open a practice. And when we were shut down, you know, I had a lot of time to reflect and, and think about, okay, what should we do? And my husband can work from home. So we said, okay, now is the time for me to really concentrate on my business and my practice. So I came back down to St. Pete and just things started falling in place. I remained open and, and okay, how do we do this? I started with a small space, not knowing what was going to happen here. Am I going to get shut down here? Um, and it's just grown. I've had people reach out, you know, people still need healthcare. A lot of things have come up, anxiety, stress, uh, you know, not being able to sleep as well as pain and, and everything else. So I count my blessings. I I've been healthy and, and been able to help people. So that's it's amazing. I love it. I also am always curious to know why somebody went into the business that they went into. And although we don't always like to think about medicine as a business, it is. So what was it that made you, um, Go, well, choose acupuncture, first of all, and then to be in business on your own. Well, um, well, like I said, my undergraduate degree was more medical anthropology. So I thought, mm-hmm. okay, I started with the USF after I graduated doing research on grants and things like that. I like more people to people interactions. So, you know, I, I kind of, I was up in New York, I, I was in the hospitality business. I, I love being around people. And I thought, okay, how can I treat patients or, you know, what can I do? And that's when I I discovered acupuncture. And there's a lot of studies that support acupuncture, Chinese medicine. So, you know, I I chose that field in the holistic realm of of different modalities. And I love it. Um, My scope is is very big. I can do a lot of different things, especially here in Florida. I do um, micronutrient blood deficiency testing too. Uh, vitamin injections. That's all part of it. Um, and yeah, I just love helping people. So yeah, I have people who come in, I can, I can work them off medications. I've worked with, with kids that have been on inhalers for asthma and they go to their doctor and they want to up the dose. And their mom's like, well, I, I don't know, you know, she's 12 and I was able to get her off her inhaler. She's playing volleyball. So just to get kids off medicaid, you know, stop that cycle early. Is yes. Great. And just yeah, be able great. to support them naturally. I didn't know you you treated children as well. That's yeah. great. Yay, I love that. I mean, I am of the same mindset. You know, there is a time and a place for medication everywhere, but yeah, there is certainly sure. something to be said for thinking about not having a dependency on something, some chemical that you're putting into your body when there's all these other options out yeah, there. Let's try to treat it naturally first. And yeah. if we can't, then there's other options. And I'm all for going to the doctor. Let's get a big picture. Let's see what's going on and try to address it with with what way makes sense for the patient. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Jerning, I'm so happy to have had this time with you. I think that's how Mr. Rogers ends his show when he had one, (laughs) but I won't make you sing, but I do really appreciate your time. I think it's so great that you're here in St. Pete. 
okay. um, Florida. We'll have all the information of how to get in contact with you in the show notes. And um, I wish you a safe and healthy 2021. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a review or share it with somebody you know and care about that would benefit from listening. But more importantly, if you are thinking about advertising your business in the year 2021, sponsoring a podcast is major. 44% of people pay more attention to advertising on podcasts than any other media. And 37% agree that advertising on a podcast is actually the best way to reach them. 70% have considered a new product or service after hearing an ad on a podcast. And I'm one of those people. And this is all according to Edison Research. Don't believe me, believe the research. So if you're interested in sponsoring, give us a shout.